Welcome to the GMS Podcast, brought to you by GMS Distribution. GMS specializes in temporary portable power distribution equipment for the restoration contractor. I am your host and owner of GMS, Jarrett Steer, and today I will be talking to my friends. Hey, there we go. We are recording, and we have, this is basically our part two, uh, a follow-up to the other two episodes where we're talking with some young guys who are crushing it. And today on the phone, I have Isaac Stitch. Isaac, how are you doing, man? Pretty good, Jared. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So why don't we talk, uh, oh, I mean, this podcast is, is about you and how you're doing. So let's start. Um, how old are you, Isaac? Uh, 28 years young. 28. 28 <laughs> years? Okay. And then how long have you been with, well, and you're with Dayspring Restoration. How long have you have you been with them? Uh, it's been about four years coming this, uh, September. Okay, great. Great. And then I guess I'll let you start. Um, just go ahead and give us some background information and, uh, you know, kind of let people know who Isaac is. Yeah. So, um, how I actually found day spring, uh, I was, I was actually working in a food industry, uh, for a small mom and pop burger, uh, burger joint. Okay. And, uh, they ended up closing down and so i was found myself unemployed um didn't really feel like going back into that direction um and found a, a temp agency uh, and that temp agency gave me two options they said well you can go pour some concrete here or you can go uh, dig a ditch under a house and uh ironically enough i chose the the ditch digging part because I, <laughs> I on on my free time actually look for a uh, rock specimens and, and things like like crystals and all that so so it was okay. appealing to me so uh, after two days of digging out a, a basement system or, or not a basement system a, um, a drainage system in a crawl space i decided to ask them for a full-time position and uh and they offered it to me and so i've just been growing uh with dayspring uh watching it grow as a company um it's been it's been quite an incredible experience. Uh, they've been established for, uh, I think, over thirty years now, um, but yeah. but they're just kind of now just blooming and uh, shooting for the stars. Yeah, and I know I know I've talked with uh, Mark Springer, the owner president at Dayspring. Yeah, he is always um, well. His favorite book when I talked to him was Scaling Up. And he's always, you know, thinking about that next step and and getting bigger and and better and, yeah, he's it's it's got to be fun for it's been fun for me to watch Mark over the years, but it's got to be fun. You're you're right there in it. Well, right, and I have this opportunity um, not only to learn and develop new skills through this job, which has helped me immensely, um, but just to see yeah the, the growth and the attitude of the entire company and uh, just how positive um, the whole community here is. Yeah. Now, where are you guys located? Uh, I, I work at the Missoula, Montana branch. Okay. Um, but we have seven branches currently throughout Montana. Okay. And you're in Missoula. Have you been in Missoula your whole life? Uh, for the most part. I've lived between Helena and Missoula mostly and uh, raised actually down in the Bitterroot, uh, just south of Missoula. Okay. Now, when you were, so you're in, you went to high school in Montana, what, uh, what kind of interests or hobbies or sports or what were you doing? What were you doing in high school? Um, well, funny story. I was actually homeschooled until, uh, freshman year and, uh, oh, okay. and kind of bounced back and forth, um, 
between Helena's high school and Missoula's high school. So I didn't really do much with uh, extracurriculars at that point in time. Okay. Um, but my hobbies have always been, you know, outdoors, riding bikes, uh, taking advantage of Montana, you know, what it's got to offer. Sure. Um, in, in, in the in the on seasons anyway, in the in the colder seasons, I know a lot of people who love love all the winter stuff, but I like to uh, <laughs> sometimes enjoy the warmth inside a little more. So you hibernate. <laughs> you're more of a hibernator. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely take advantage on snow days, but uh, if it's if it's just cold and icy, I'll just I'll let that to to the people who like that. <laughs> also, I guess the exception is ice fishing. I do enjoy that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So you're just you're just out you're getting outdoors doing something and then you were talking about uh, digging for digging crystals. I haven't heard of this, so yeah, help me out. Help yeah, me out there. Yeah, yeah. The, the term that I like to call it. And is then rock we'll get camping. back to business stuff, but I'm I'm interested in crystals right now. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, the so Montana's a you know the treasure state, um, so it's actually quite common for people to be rock hounders, um, and and essentially you you take you know get a chisel and a shovel and a pickaxe and you go up into the mountains where you know you, you got to do your studies and and know what geology has to offer and, and where certain things are you know likely to be okay um it's you know pretty common to to find quartz crystals and, and specimens like that but uh over over in helena where i used to live um they've got a lot of different uh mining communities around there um and shut down mines and things so you can you know find just you know uh, the copper that was kind of thrown to the side or uh, just all sorts of different specimens. It's, it's pretty neat. Really? That's, that's interesting. Okay. Well, getting back to, um, so, okay. So you're, you're in high school, you're, you know, you're kind of going back and forth. Um, when was your first job? Uh, in high school at uh, Pizza Hut. Okay. Um, around when I was 16. And then why did you get a job at Pizza Hut? Um, you know, school was keeping me busy, but I liked to be independent and I didn't have a way to buy a car otherwise. So, uh, <laughs> okay. figured, figured work and save your money and get a little beater to get from A to B and go from there. So your parents, I mean, your parents are basically, they're bringing you up to like, Hey, when you get, you know, if, if you want a car, if you want some, you know, you're going to have to go get a job and, and get some Precisely. money for yourself. My parents, yep, my yep. parents were the same way, so I, yeah, I yeah. totally get it. Uh, unofficially, I was working for the neighbor lady doing her garden since I was six, but. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my mowing for Janet next door. Yeah, I, I had <laughs> yeah. that. I had that job also. So then, from Pizza Hut, how long were you at Pizza Hut, and kind of where do you go from there? Do you, or do you just stay in the restaurant space? Because I guess we have a, a little bit of a gap because you don't start with Dayspring until what you're 24. So yeah, yeah. Kind of so, walk us through that. So I started in food, um, and actually was part of the first uh, fully operational restaurant on a college campus. Okay. Um, and so they opened that up at the U of M. Um, so I was working on the east side of town when that opened up. I transferred stores and worked there for a while, uh, and then they went into their off season, which I didn't think about at that age. So I was actually laid okay. off. Um, and immediately found employment over with Walmart. Okay. Um, I worked there for a few years. I think it was like three years and got into, uh, you know, a, a department manager position. And uh, it was it was really valuable experience because not only was I able to grow on uh, managing people, but also learning all this, the processes that 
that big businesses, um, you know, have set in place for, for very good reasons, you know? Yeah. Um, but ultimately didn't want to stay there forever. Uh, and then when my, uh, when I was with my children's mom, um, we got pregnant and moved. Uh, that's when we moved over to Helena to be close to my mom. Okay. And, uh, and found employment again <laughs> at Pizza Hut. Okay. Um, I was I was trying to work on something else that kind of fell through, and so I served tables there. Um, it was a lot a lot of fun, but ultimately ended up coming back to Missoula, and that's around the time that I got uh, that burger uh, that burger Euro joint job. Uh, and then so you're just kind of sticking once... with what you know and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was all retail and, and food, and uh, you know it was it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't what I really felt fulfilled doing. And so, um, you know, luckily I started temping here. Uh, a lot of what restoration in general has to offer is, is you know a pretty important service to people. Um, and so that was a huge draw. You know, the the fulfillment that you get when you go into someone's house. You know, on, on the mitigation end. Uh, oftentimes, you know, one of the worst days of someone's life sure. and, uh, and you take them from that anxiety level of, you know, a eight or a 10 and you tell them, Hey, I understand the damage is done, but we're going to make you better. Yeah. And, and they just melt, you know, and it, it's pretty fun. Uh, you know, aside from that, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that, I that's get not it. always I get the it. easiest part. Yeah. But, but, it, uh, but I think you used a word fulfilling though. And I think when you yes. can, yeah, when you can take somebody from an eight to a one, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to, yeah, fulfilling is, is a very good word for that, for that moment. Oh, yeah. So had you yeah. heard of the restoration industry before temping? Not at all. I didn't, uh, didn't realize that it was a thing. I just thought that construction workers worked on houses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, surprising enough, my dad's actually been a roofer my whole life, but his joke is, uh when his friends all asked him why he didn't teach me how to roof, he's like, well, I love my son. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always thanked him for that. <laughs> uh, now, now I, I want to catch, I want to go into day spring and everything there, but I have uh, one question going back. Did you ever, did you ever think about going to college or taking any college courses? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought about it. Um, Fortunately, I was able to watch a few of my older friends and my older sister go through college and saw the struggles and uh, and the debt that they occurred from it. Okay, um, and that was a huge uh, decision on why I just you know chose not to go that route. Um, and actually, that's a huge uh, thing that you know really drew me to Dayspring once I fully understood um, um, how it works. Is you know. It, it, you come to work and you learn all this stuff, you get paid to learn it. And then oftentimes they send, um, like specifically here at Dayspring, uh, have sent me to several classes and certifications. Um, and it's just increased my knowledge base and, uh, you know, in all spectrums of life, actually. Always say that last part again. I just, you know, it's increased my uh, capability in all aspects of life. Oh, in all, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. So it, so you're at day spring, um, kind of what, when you, so you're doing the temp job, you ask for full-time employment at that kind of point, when you ask for full-time, what are, what are you thinking? Are you thinking this is a long, long-term thing? Or are you thinking I just need a job right now? 
Uh, both, both. So, um, you know, a father of two, my second one was just born, um, definitely needed a job, but doing the work that I did for those couple of days was really fun. And just kind of seeing the dynamic of, uh, how things were here. Um, I just really wanted to learn, um, and, and grow. Uh, fortunately I found this place, um, you know, it was kind of like a godsend almost. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, you know, just simply not knowing about uh, the restoration industry or anything like that. Um, you know, like I said, I thought the work was fun just the first couple of days, but then just realizing everything else that had such a huge draw to it was just, uh... and, you know, needless to say, not every day is uh, rainbows and daisies, but uh, sure. <laughs> with the good comes the bad and, and even as, even as bad as some of the work itself can be, uh, we've got such a, a strong crew here, and we're all so close that, uh, you know, when you're doing something bad, some some work that you wouldn't want to do uh, alone, but you have someone else who's in it with you, and you both get along, it makes it a heck of a lot easier. Now, how do you, oh, let's see, how, with those with those kind of relationships that you're building at work, how, I guess, how long did it take before you felt like, you know, you were, you were a part of the team. Uh, relatively quick. Um, I, I, I like to take initiative when I jump into a place and, and just kind of learn as much as I can and, and uh, form those relationships. Okay. Um, so, you know, if I wouldn't have put in that effort, maybe I never, I feel like a lot of that question is kind of determined on who, who, how your own approach is, you know, because you could have the warmest place in the world, like Dayspring, and uh, maybe isolate yourself out of feeling like you're part of the team. But this place is just such a, a warm environment that for me, I mean, it was, it was pretty fast. Okay. Very cool. And then how soon do you start doing, because I know what it sounds like to me in hearing you talk is, you know, you want to, you want to get into a place you say you're trying to take initiative, but you want to, become a valued member of the team, which means you need to provide value, which going into restoration, that's, that's education, that's certifications, you know, to, to be able to come in and, and provide value to your team. How long before you went to, went to a class or got a certification? Like how soon did Dayspring have you in, in continuing education? Oh, shoot. It was, uh, I think within six months. Okay. Um, I've seen some employees get their get their first certifications within a month, depending on the class scheduling. Oh, um, sure. But I mean, being here in four years, I think I've gotten six or seven different certifications. Okay. Um, and in that time, you know, I went from mitigation technician to lead, uh, and now I am a superintendent of the mitigation. Uh, work directly under the mitigation manager and. Uh, it's actually just a very interesting time, uh, you know, watching the company grow the past few years, yeah, years as I've talked about, but um, right now there's just a whole new element um, of growth that we're experiencing. It's a, uh, we've got this new, new manager who's really taking things, you know, taking the bull by the horns and, and we're just full steam ahead. Okay. Now when you're talking about growth, are you talking about, like your individual office in Missoula growth, or are you talking about Dayspring as, you know, seven, seven different offices acquiring an eighth office growth? Both actually. Okay. So we, we just opened um, the Hamilton branch and they have other prospects that they, 
uh, as far as I understand, would like to open here within the next year or two okay. um, in surrounding areas. But uh, with the expansion down in the Bitterroot, um, we've actually expanded into another building on this property where our shop is. Uh, there used to be a hydraulics company working out of here, and we've had, you know, since had to expand over into into our own separate area um, to help processing of, of contents and things like that okay. uh, in our main shop. And mitigation kind of has this uh, separate area, and it's, um, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the new Victor shop and us just having to uh, basically have the capacity to help support them as they need it and grow. Now, what do you think is, I mean, because obviously you've had success at Dayspring, you, you've got your certifications, you've got your promotions. Why do you think, well, and I'm sure, let me ask this question first. Have you seen anybody come through Dayspring that just couldn't, couldn't do it and didn't last and moved on? Oh, yes. Yep. There's, yeah. I mean, this, this is a very, uh, for one, a very demanding um, industry. Yeah. But... Kind of with everything, you know, there's some people that can get in with it and some people that can't. I'd have to say one of the largest challenges for this job is, you know, it's an emergency service, um, emergency response for home disasters. Um, so, you you know, you have to be ready at any point in time during your on-call session, um, you know, to get out of bed or put down your dinner plate or, right. or whatever it is uh, and, and go deal with it. And, you know, some people... Um, as much as they might try, don't have it in it, you know, don't have it in, in them to, to pull it off, or they have, uh, you know, too many other family things or, or personal things that affect um, the capacity that this job requires. Sure, sure. No, well, and what I was going to follow up with is, so, I, I mean, I understand there's, I understand the, the, the job is very challenging. Um, it's It's not, it's not sunshine and rainbows every day you know like we we do we do know all that what is it though why are you successful at it uh you know part of it's because i enjoy it um it's it's taken me a long time to know what i know um and i look to to grow that knowledge every day um it's it also you know i feel well compensated you know not only pay wise but but the gratification and fulfillment um, and you know, kind of like I said earlier, like a lot of the stuff that I've learned through this job apply in so many different aspects of my life that, uh, you know, just, just help, uh, it's hard to take things from food and retail, uh, to apply to your life as much as it, <laughs> as it is from a, uh, labor job. So, okay. I get, well, what, what do you mean? Like an well, example. I don't know. I mean, even just like handyman things, you know, fixing your own plumbing or, or things like that. And, uh, okay. Uh, s- simple things that, that not everyone has experience doing growing up. And so, so getting that kind of stuff. Not that we do a whole ton of plumbing here, but, you know, just the hands-on work. So. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, you're developing those those new skills. And, yeah. And, yeah, and, I guess, and in the restoration, yeah, there's a lot of, you don't, like, like you don't, you don't become plumbers. You don't become electricians, but you're around it enough and you see enough. Well, and, and right. You see when things go bad and then how to fix yep. it. Yep. yep. So, so maybe you don't see, you know, where maybe new installation wouldn't be as, as 
Oh, as a familiar. Yeah, but yeah, but even <laughs> you know, you, man. Now I'm at a loss of words. Um, what would it? What would it be like? You're not going to use it in your life, or like you're not you're not installing new toilets in your home. But you know, <laughs> when the toilet breaks, you know how to fix it. Yeah, totally, totally. Yep. It isn't as well. And, and a, a good example is uh, you know so many people, especially friends who know my line of work. You know, oh, hey, I've got some mold in my house. Can I just spray it with bleach? Nope. <laughs> nope. You can't just spray it with spray bleach. Spray it with bleach. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead. I'll, I'll help you out, you know. Uh, <laughs> so now you said a couple of things. You said enjoy it, which I'm I'm guessing goes back to kind of that fulfillment in, in the jobs that you're on, which we talked about. Yep. Um, yep. The compensation, though, how do you – because outside of, outside of just your, your hourly rate, okay – um, or your salary, however you're set up. What other what other compensation is there? Is is there vacation? Is there health insurance? Is there you know what what kinds of things do you do you think of? Is there just like I talked to one guy where they have a barbecue every Friday. You know right, what right. what kind of compensation do you are you happy with that keeps you at Dayspring? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of a lot of what you just mentioned, uh, yeah, a huge perks of, of working here. You know, um, they do eighty percent of insurance. Um, they have a four hundred one k program. They have an HSA program. Um, the vacation time has actually been, uh, excuse me, uh, modified recently. Okay. Um, instead of kind of accumulating a, a chunk of time per week that you work, you actually. Uh, it comes in increments per hour that you work. So if you know you work a 40 hour week and it's your first year being with the company or whatever, you get just for an example, five days off. But if you work 45 hours a week, every single week for that whole year, you might get six days off. You know, that, that, that extra hour will accumulate more time off. Um, so, you know, because you know, the, the people who run this company like Mark and, and Dirk, um, you know, know that there are incentives that can help people work more. And they also know that we work a lot of overtime all the time. So, right. you know, you can accumulate that, uh, that extra two or three days in a pretty short amount of time when we're busy. And, uh, you know, they also understand that every once in a while people get burnt out from working all the time. And, uh, and if you only have five days a year, that's not that much to, to, you know, relax and, and recharge. But if you can earn five or, you know, four or five extra days that year and just kind of cycle through it as they come. Yeah. Uh, you know, take off when you need it and recharge your battery so you can be the best you can be. That's really interesting. I haven't, I haven't heard of that before with, uh, with vacation time, but it makes sense. I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're putting in those extra hours, you know, yeah, why not, why not do it on an hourly instead of a yearly, like, oh, you've been here a year, you get this. Yep. But yeah, yep. you've put in this many hours, then yeah, here well, let's compensate you with. That's very cool. That's very. It cool. is really cool. I mean, I I can tell you right now, I've uh, I've been here long enough to where I've I've jumped brackets quite a few times uh, to accumulate the hours that I can. Yeah. And I, I, I you know took like sixteen hours of paid time off uh, a while back, and it's been like two or three months, and it's already all all caught back up. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, you're working a lot then. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is what is uh, what is something that you like about like 
so let me put it like this: like you go out on the job site, you know, and there's and we talked about that, you know, that people aspect and and putting the job back together and that fulfillment. What's kind of you know aside from from compensation, like what what makes you want to walk in the door to Dayspring every every morning? Well, uh, I mean. Really, it's uh, it's it's just for one, it's uh, it's it's been such a good place to me that at this point I just want to return. You know, I want to to give back to the growth. Um, and and obviously the uh, the atmosphere around here and just the the people that we work with and the uh, the new direction. Um, that we're just chugging forward and just really motivates me to come to work every day, you know, have a positive attitude, uh, just be the best we can be, help people. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, make money. <laughs> yeah, make money. Yeah. Well, kind of two things you said there, you know, was that, was the, that day spring has been good to you. What do you, what yes. do you, what do you mean? What do you, I guess we're, Elaborate on that a well, little bit. Well, what is, you know, what is that? I, I just have to, I just have to be humble and and grateful uh, for taking someone who who doesn't know for one about the industry in a whole, but doesn't have you know the experience or the skill sets developed necessarily for uh, for this job, and uh, and be willing to mentor and and you know accept uh, mistakes as growth you know, and, uh, and just, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just really, it's an, it's a, it's a unique experience working here, uh, that I never thought I'd have. Well, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like, uh, like they kind of took a chance, but gave you, gave you opportunity and direction also. Mm-hmm. Completely. Very cool. And then the, the other thing that I think is interesting too, is you've talked about the growth a lot. I mean, it's come up quite a few times in this conversation, is it, it sounds like they're pretty transparent with you with kind of like the plan for the company too. To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's definitely been some, some, uh, it, it's taken a while, you know, a year ago, uh, there wasn't as much transparency directly with me. Okay. Um, but, but not having necessarily information doesn't mean that I can't see, you know, the, that they're expanding and, and that things are happening. And over the last year, since becoming a superintendent, um, there has definitely been much more, uh, uh, much more, a little bit yeah, details uh, given to me about just kind of the direction that they want to see and and kind of their expectations as we move forward. And and uh, I think it's great. I, I really do. Now, with those expectations, have they have they kind of always put out like clear goals or like achievable goals for you to for you to hit? Yeah, and so uh, as in terms of upper management, yes. Now, in 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 the lower management department levels, um, there has been a lot of turnover, so you know it's it's difficult for someone to come in and kind of do that role, and then and then have a new person put into that role, um, you know, for many different reasons. But you know. It kind of circles back around to the uh, demandingness of this industry. You know, um, not everyone's been cut out for it, but I think we've got, I think we've got things just about ironed out now, and uh, and it's looking amazing. 
So, and I guess, I guess I could have picked up on this earlier, but yeah, with you being in upper management and now you're, you're, are you part of the hiring process? To an extent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, I definitely uh, am involved with, with interviews and, and help give my direct uh, superior uh, my feedback um, on, on kind of what I think of these candidates and, and how their interviews go. I don't, I'm not fully involved um, it's kind of when I'm available for these things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I do try to <laughs> try to be involved as much as I can on those. Well, and what's something that stands out to you? Cause I, I mean, I guess you could probably, you know, you can think back to yourself when you were in that interview process and somebody, you know, somebody at Dayspring was interviewing you. And now when you're doing the interview, what, what kinds of things or what's like the number one thing that you're looking for when, when interviewing someone to see like, yeah, this person's going to be a good fit for our team. Well, uh, one thing is just kind of um, whether or not they're okay with like confined spaces and and dark areas that uh, that might have little creepy crawlies in it because I know some people can't handle that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but another quality is the you know them being able to say that they can commit to an on call schedule. You know, understanding that uh, we have to. Uh, respond in, in sometimes very uh, not preferable hours of a night. <laughs> yeah. But then on top of it, um, we also need people who are, um, you know, you need bronze for a lot, but you also need brains for a lot in this industry. Um, you know, sure. we work so close with with insurance companies and, and the amount of documentation and, uh, and kind of this, you know, CYA kind of stuff. Uh, not only for that, but just for billing purposes. You know, if you don't if you don't capture what we do on jobs, uh, you ultimately don't don't get paid because you can't bill for it. Right. And so, you know, we we definitely look for um, competent individuals. You know, highly competent individuals to do uh, to do this job. You know, a lot of people think that it's a uh, a really easy job. Some you know, in some of the classes, they they make jokes like you know, you can almost just call it a equipment delivery company because you know they set up their fans and leave um but but the joke is is really that there's so much more involved in the technicalities of it and uh implementing your tools oh yeah with knowledge you know versus versus just having a whole bunch of equipment and calling it good right yeah i think there's i think the kind of the outside perception of things you know is is very different than yeah what actually goes on you guys are are equipment delivery people uh i turn a <laughs> screwdriver and ship stuff i mean it's yeah. it's so easy <laughs> yep, yep, exactly exactly well cool man we're right at that 30 minutes so i don't i appreciate the time you're spending with me today but i know you have other things to do than talk to me all day too let me ask you one other question and then we'll, this will be the last one what yeah. kind of what kind of relationship do you have with your parents and and how big of an influence i know your dad said you're not a roofer because what, what it was that what was because he loves you is that what it was <laughs> yeah right right yeah no he, he didn't teach me roofing because he loves me so um, what was that relationship and like how did how did your parents and your dad influence you in your in your work ethic well they both uh have worked my entire life um when my mom was unemployed uh she started kind of a side business for like a, a farmer's market type deal and and other than that you know had always tried to be um, more than part-time employed and 
and same with my dad has always been just kind of an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial uh go-getter he had his own uh roofing business for many years until the housing market collapsed Mm -hmm. um but even then you know still just kept doing what he could to to just keep working and 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 all that and it's just influenced uh influenced my own uh ethics i feel like so you've in your in your life you've always seen your parents working or and working yep. hard. Yep, yep, precisely. Okay. Okay. Well I said that was the last question. That's the last one. <laughs> I'm here all day if you need. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for talking with me today. And uh and yeah, I'll let you know when this when this comes out and Yeah, man. Again, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was it was a pleasure. Thank you, Garrett. All right, man. Well I will talk to you again soon. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Up next, I've got Brandon Canada with Icon Property Rescue Restoration. Brandon, how's it going, bud? Oh, I'm doing amazing, man. Man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's really good to talk to you today. Thanks for taking the time. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. So, I guess let's let's just start with uh, some background information on you. Uh, you know, tell us tell us how how old you are, where you're working, where Icon's located. Um, how long you've been there, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, well, I'm 29 years old and uh, working at Icon Property Rescue, like you had mentioned earlier. Um, we are located in Milford, Ohio. Um, I stay in Brown County, Ohio, so it's about 40 minutes away. Um, okay. But it's, nice, it's nicely centrally located um, to the customers in the areas that we do serve. Okay. Um, I've been with, been with them going on a, a year. A year was uh, was June the eighth, and uh, it, it's funny because you know I'm, I'm I'm a water technician right now, and we had a meeting that day. Yeah. And uh, uh, my general manager Brian was like, "You are very, very, very new," and I was like, "Kinda." It's my one year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like you know you're gonna, you're gonna say like to your baby or your infant. You're new, and they're one years old, just screaming in your face. <laughs> They've been here for about a year, you know. They, they yeah. kind of know what's going on. So, yeah, been there for a year, and uh, you know, I love it, man. It, it gives me the opportunity to um, essentially do what I was yearning to do and never knew um, the position. You know, kind of like the, with the project management, time management. Um, just knowledge that I was yearning for, and they they were the the gateway to to break that open for me. And Shoot, uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So before and I and I want to talk and I want to hear all about that. Um, but mm-hmm. I guess before we start there, uh, let's go back. What were you doing before? And I don't know how far you want to go back twenty twenty five. But what was kind of where 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 were you working before Icon? All right, so before Icon, I was working at La Rosa's Pizzeria and multiple places. So I would do health care. Uh, well, La Rosa's was my first job when I was 14 years old. Oh, and wow, so you started early. Okay. I started early. That was my birthday gift from my grandmother. She said, happy birthday if you're getting a work permit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good grandma. That was, that, was the best, that was the best birthday <laughs> gift I ever got in my life. Just that work ethic, you know? So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so I've been working there so, since I was 14. Um, what switched it up for me, though, was uh, the pandemic. And so, you know, that hit, you know, we've all seen, you know, restaurants take the, the hit first. And yeah. so by being in the restaurant industry, 
I seen that that was happening first. And it's kind of essentially like when a company goes down, you know, the first thing they get rid of is marketing. Right. Because they're, they're trying to figure out how they can save. And so that's what we start getting rid of. So I start seeing the, the, the fancy menus go and uh, essentially like some of the items on the menus go as well. Okay. And then my, and then my hours start to get cut, you know, but that's just how it went. Um, and so I heard about Icon, gave them a call and my, it's kind of leery, you know, I'm married. And so my wife is just, she was kind of leery of it. Just saying, well, no, Icon's, know, I, this is like completely yeah. out of the box for you. It was, it was way out of the box. You know, she was used to eating pizza. She was just like, where am I going to get this food from now, man? <laughs> so does Icon have pizza? Like, what's, how are we getting it? Yeah. If they order pizza, they can order pizza, yeah. <laughs> so how did you hear about Icon? Or what or, or what were you, I guess even before you heard about Icon, what, how were you searching for a job at that point? What were you looking for? I mean, just anybody hiring? Or were you looking for anything specific? Where were you going to, to find jobs? How, how did you... Yeah, tell me, talk me through your process there when you decided, like, I need to make a switch. Okay. Uh, essentially, my brother-in-law, he introduced me to Icon. Um, okay. And, and told me what it was all about. It sounded great, you know. And like you said earlier, um, yeah, it was something new for all of us. The, the hiring process was easy. Um, you had to have a you know driver's license and, and all that just to be flexible because that's what they do, give you flexibility. And however much money that you can make is out there you know it, it depends on you kind of like an independent contractor okay uh, no deposit no return you know uh and things like that and so um kind of properly made that switch over um let my my previous employer know the roses that i've, I've been with and i still visit them sometimes and, and it, it kind of when i when i have work around a corner i go and see them you know take my staff and we go have lunch with them you know just oh, a, cool Exactly. And just remind yourself where you came from, you know, and everything that I was getting trained there because I left there as a assistant manager, kind of almost to be a GM to be groomed to take over a store. Um, so I learned productivity. I learned product costs, uh, time management, uh, you know, just those leadership skills to take and, you know, kind of like lead. 16 17 year olds like i was when i was 14 you know yeah uh, start starting at la rosa so it's kind of a give back thing and uh yeah i was just looking for stability uh, kind of like fright you know you never know what you're gonna do uh, when your back's pushed against the wall you know like i said i'm married and uh i have i have six children but you know it's a, it's a split family you know kind of like a brady bunch and things I got like you. that yeah and so I'm just like, these kids, first of all, my wife was used to eating. These kids are used to eating. So what, what can I, what, what should I do? <laughs> they're going to, they're going to eat me. Like, you know, and so, uh, I kind of ended up working out, you know, it, it, it didn't end up too good to be true because, you know, we were just used to that norm. And then when the pandemic just shook everything up, I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people just had to, they were forced to think outside that box. And, and for Icon, that was that box that was just outside of the industry that I was in. Yeah. At the same time, tapping forward, that was everything that was in my, you know, in my character, my persona that actually fit those pieces that were missing. And now, you know, it's just growth from here, you know, um, and, 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 and we're here now. So, we, so in one year, I mean, it's, it's, this, this is great. Okay, so, well, let's, and let's back up. So your brother-in-law, does he work at Icon or he knew somebody there or got you a job? How did 
He worked. He worked at Icon. Okay. And so you know they were they were hiring and they needed some help because once again you know when I talked to Brian, he's the general manager there, and he's just telling me what the job entails and he's like, man, you're gonna have to, have to be in some hot conditions. I'm like pulling pizzas that's great you know how how can you get wearing a suit and tie you know right next to the oven pulling pizzas on a friday night (laughs) (laughs) like 500 degrees like and you know he's like sometimes you're in cold conditions i'm just like and you know strenuous work and all that stuff i have great work ethic so everything that he described with icon just kind of just fit with me and um it, it is a tough industry to be in um and and nowadays a lot of a lot of younger people uh they just they don't really understand the the value, I guess, or let's say they do understand. We have to figure out how they understand it and how we can tap into them and make them diamonds, you know, and not just discard of it. Um, it's a very cool industry. Um, I mean, it's so cool to where I became cool when my wife was like, okay, so you work for Icon. Now you can use a hammer and a nail, <laughs> you know? It's like, I know what I'm doing now because I have something behind me that's kind of given the instructions you know sometimes we know how to use a hammer now maybe we're using it improperly it just shows us techniques and things like that to to just make things a little bit easier and uh stuff like that well you know with this podcast I mean, you brought up something i'm going to go back a little bit but you know with this podcast we're talking to it's funny because you said you know the younger guys coming up and i'm like well that's what this podcast is about is talking to the younger guys like you you are the younger guy but yeah you know talking or i should say you know with this podcast what we're trying to do here is is kind of you know highlight the job and talk almost you know let people know even if even if you're a younger person you're thinking about getting into the industry you know you could even come and listen to this podcast be like is this really a job i want to get into you know what are these guys like about it but you know going going back to what you were saying with the with the younger you know the next generation i guess 10 years younger than you right those Mm -hmm. guys coming up and that's and that's basically your potential hires right there as you're moving up through icon i'm sure you're if you're not in management you'll get there you know it's it's you're on that path what do you well and even when you were at the pizza place like what were you looking for how did you decide you know what did you offer how did you get good help it's kind of hard to get good help especially nowadays uh and i started to see it before the pandemic happening um i think we all had that struggle just finding you know great help mm-hmm. uh, and and back in the day 10 years wasn't 10 years, you know, 10 years grew differently than the next 10 years would grow. It'd be more rapid. Uh, I guess we were requiring more, sorry, with just less work. Um, however, there are still some of those gems out there that you have to decipher. And, and it's kind of like a look in their eyes, you know, <laughs> that glisten, <laughs> that glisten. You're like, oh, no, he's, he's, he's going to catch on. And, and that's the person that you see working asking questions i think we're in a generation to where people just want to they want to know it all or act like they know it all as opposed to just ask for help just ask for help you know if you don't know how to use a hammer and nail just say it you know i'm not gonna make fun of you (laughs) and and things like that and so we have we just have to just discernment i would say discernment and chances and a lot of chances and, and it's and never stop never stop hiring never stop hiring uh, that's one of the things i did learn you know and once you do get a, a good set group of people the reason why you don't stop hiring is because hey 
like my ex general manager, his name is Phil. We're at the pizza place. Yeah. Essentially, he said that I don't want to see you in front of my face in ten years. You know, I want to see you. I I'm grooming you to go forward. You know, yeah. because I guess and, and there, there's that and there's that difference in the back end. So in the front end, you have one person that says, yes, I want to work. And the other person is just like, I don't know. That what a great like, philosophy for a, for a manager to have. I mean, that had, been, exactly. that had to have been great for you to have him. It as, was amazing. Yeah, that's because that's I think that's pretty rare. I don't and I don't know. I haven't had a, I haven't had that many managers, but I think that's I think that's kind of rare that they it is. Yeah. That's cool. Totally, totally, and that set me up for life. So it's things like that, just setting yourself up around people, and then just listening to what they say. You don't have to ingest all of it. However, your body will let you know those certain things, and that was the one thing that he did um, instill in me is that hey, so once we are, so now I'm in a new industry. Essentially, I'm looking for people to train up. You know, I don't want you stagnant right next to me. I want you to go. I want you to grow. Right. You know, so and then that's when you separate the hey, I, I work hard because you know it's money versus the I don't know guys, and you know sometimes it works out. You know, the hard, hard worker does work hard, but we're in an age to where we don't know yet, that yet. So, well, I think uh, that's. To, I, I didn't mean, cut you off, but I think I think when you I mean, basically what I hear you saying is, you know, when you encourage growth in the person next to you, you're going to find out who they are a lot faster than if you just let them coast beside you because they can exactly. seems like they can fake it longer exactly but when exactly. you when you're encouraging growth they can't fake that they can't fake growth you can't fake growth because you'll see growth they'll feel growth they'll feel great about the growth and then you start to see them coach other people yeah and so you step back and you say man this is working and now you got a gem now you found one exactly Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Mental toughness is the, is the key with this industry. You have to be mentally tough. I'm going to tell you this right now. I just came from a one and a half hour drive to do a board up in Eaton, Ohio and drove back. And okay. uh, I went to sleep about 730 this morning. <laughs> so I wake up and I'm just like, I'm about to go do this podcast real quick. But see, here's the thing. That's the difference. I made a promise and, and this is cool. And, and And this is one of the things that can get the younger generation. Hey, man, if you do great, you might be on a podcast. And that's what <laughs> now you got their ear. <laughs> I want to be on a podcast. And if that's the if that's the motivation to get them to be in the industry, so be it. You yeah. know, we have to. It's fishing. It's fishing. It's fishing. You're not going to catch you know one type of fish with this type of bait. You have to gauge your audience and see you know what they're like, and then you move on from there. Well, and I think that's interesting, and that's a lot of people. What a lot of people are talking about, or even a lot of employers, I think, are struggling with, is go, is going, what what entices the next generation? Like, what gets them motivated? What can we offer? And like you said, you know, get them on a podcast, and that's exciting. But yeah, kind of like that. Think outside the box. But then at the same time, I mean, even going to you don't know what you don't know. I mean that that applies in hiring and and uh, you, you know marketing or. or what it, when you put the job out and it's a, it's the anyway uh but, but I mean you know it, it even the, it, it, it apply it applies there too like, like how do you reach them how do you reach them and then once you do reach them what do you have that they want exactly exactly um with those questions or if you were just saying that yes yeah, if, if I knew those answers I would I would Sure. Okay. I think that's what okay. I think that's okay. what everybody's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I think that's what everybody's kind of struggling with is like finding out what what those things are. 
Yeah, you know, what and, are those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, well, then, and going with that, you know, now you're 29. You're, uh, I mean, the the restaurant industry, you see it kind of going, you know, it's tanking with COVID. You make a move. But now once once you made the move, like when you went to Icon and you went through that interview, what was it for you that you went, you know what, yeah, I want to do this? Was it was it just the paycheck or was did you see other things that Icon was offering you that that you liked? I'm not going to lie. I'm saying the paycheck, but at yeah. the same time, once again, it's no, it's no, no deposit, no return type of situation in the atmosphere. Icon gave me the ability to take and utilize what I knew I always had in me and I felt that yearning for. And, okay, so this is what they this is what they did to me. Okay. First day, I go in and, you know, we're used to, they gave me the, the outside the box, outside the norm type of lifestyle because when you think of, hey, your first day, you're thinking like, I'm about to go in here and orientation and, oh my goodness, the boring part and I got to watch videos and who's going to be Mr. Icon and <laughs> tell me what to do properly and things like that. <laughs> let me get in the field. Let me get in the field. Let me get in the field. So a lot of people learn by hands on, you know? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think anybody that's going to be at a fire or a board up that, you know, we do or, or kind of water mitigation going to be thinking like, so what did that guy in chapter three of, you know, the second tape do? <laughs> <laughs> Question 12. No, no. <laughs> you're like, oh man. And then your instincts start kicking in and you're out there with the team and now you have camaraderie and things like that. And so that's what got me. Um, and on the first day when I got there, this this is how it is. I walk in, they're like, Brandon, you got that car? And I'm like, okay, I don't even have a phone. Because I let them know I didn't have a phone because, once again, COVID, money situation, sure. phone got cut off. Sure. And so, I'm, you know, I'm going around GPS, and thank goodness a lot of areas dealt we dealt with were in Cincinnati, and that's where I'm originally from. So I really didn't need GPS. Okay. So if I did fake it, I faked it because – I knew my way around, you know, that kind of like fright. Like I didn't know I was that person asking questions, very intrigued, looking and seeing how I was done going in the, the people that I was with. They were very, very open to let me know. And that's, that's another thing about economy. If you don't know, they would rather you communicate than just say, you don't know, because we all know time is money. And then that's very precious and you cannot get that back. Right. And so, just the ability, and uh, and they make it a fun atmosphere. I will, will say that they have marketing online. Um, they have, you know, grill outs and things to that extent. Uh, you know, jokes around the office. To just just make the atmosphere more, you know, home-like and things like that to go out there and get it. It's kind of like a pep rally before you go out in the field. Okay. And I'm, I love that. You know, it's kind of like playing sports again, you know. It's kind of like, hey, yeah, yeah, this is the home team. Let's go out there and let's get it. And once we're in there, that's how I teach my people when, like last night, for example, I'm like, all right, man, we're in the third quarter, just to give them an idea. And so that's how I make it fun for, you know, the people that I work with. I kind of see what they're like and then say, hey, how can I make an analogy outside of what we see to get them to understand and go, whether it be, hey, modern warfare, you know? And things to that extent. So, hey, if a wave goes through and you have no gun or no bullets, what are you going to do? You're going to just take and load up, restock, and make sure that you're ready for that next battle. And that's with anything in life. And so it gives me the opportunity to mentor, you know, just like I was a mentee with my uh, ex-general manager. Yeah. 
you know, it's was, it was, it was amazing. And and they and they don't stop that either. You know, they as as high as you can go, go. They're not gonna question, you know, great moves. Well, so it and sounds that's one thing I do like about. Yeah, I was and and kind of a common theme. You know, I've talked to I've talked to three other people uh, that are in this kind of same situation that you're in. You know, just a, a guy. You know, a guy starting out but doing a really good job. And they're and pretty much everybody's saying the same thing, man. They're saying they're saying like you're saying you're just bringing up team a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. They're saying they have a good team. They have a lot of support. Uh, then they have fun. They the absolutely. It's fun. You guys are making it fun. The workplace is fun. Um, you know, you you mentioned grill outs. Somebody else is doing grill outs. What else are they? What else are they doing? We had one guy. This was great. He said the everybody in the office has a Nerf gun, and they, <laughs> just, they just shoot each other all day. So and that, and that sounds like really good fun. Huh? <laughs> Hold on, what's this guy saying? <laughs> It's getting hot outside. Water balloon fights in the Water office. <laughs> and then, and then that's a training course to say, "Hey, how can we dry this area? It's wet." You know. <laughs> that's that's nice. a, oh, that's hilarious. Yes, yeah. water balloon fights inside, and then train on it. And then oh. train on it. There we go. <laughs> oh man. Well, so but what else? You know, what else are well, and then opportunity. You uh, that you have a lot of opportunity. So kind of kind of picking those apart. Um, you know, starting with that with that team aspect, you know, mm-hmm. what is is Icon doing anything as a company to promote team? Is it individuals that are promoting team? Like how how do you how do you show up and you're on a team? I'm gonna give the obvious and uh, our attire. Our attire we have these uh, windbreaker jackets. Okay. And, and you know, uh, red and black colors, and right across the chest it says Team Icon. <laughs> Oh wow! There okay, yeah. Is. So it's there. It is. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, we wear these things. We have to believe them as well. And so, by wearing them, you know, by having that camaraderie in the office, you know, you have a hand to hand, and now you have a visual of what you feel. And so that's that's a way that they take and promote the team as well. Uh, I mean, our general manager he takes and sends out group text and you know it's always team 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 because we are you and your body's a team yeah you know you got to you have to acknowledge that whole part of it and that's the one thing i do like about it is that you know everyone talks to everyone everyone knows everyone it's not one person in there to where it's like i've never seen them before you know even the owner rocky you know he comes out and he jokes with everybody you know, when he gets a chance, that, that's a busy man. When he gets a chance, yeah, <laughs> he's fun out. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so he was telling me about a race that he was doing about a couple of years ago, and now he won, and he doesn't want to race anymore. And I'm like, that's not fair. I haven't got a chance to race you. So, hey, Rocky, whenever you're ready, man, let's go race. <laughs> On foot, not cars, because he has some great cars. <laughs> we're not racing cars, we're racing feet. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah. if, I'll, well, next time I see him, I'll make sure to bring it up to him. Like, hey, uh, there we go. right here on the GMS podcast, Brandon has challenged Rocky to a foot race. Exactly. Let's put it on video and all that stuff. And that's, <laughs> hey, young, hey, young kids, that's another thing. You can do this in this industry as well. <laughs> well, you know? so it sounds like team, like the team part, it's almost like not even an option. Like you show up and it's, it's, it's there. It's already there. Yeah, it's already there established. There's, okay, so that's very cool. Now, getting into like the job aspect, we talked a lot about Icon and what they're kind of doing. Um, but as far as the the job, what do you like about the job? Like you just said, you had fun boarding up. What is it that you like about about the job that you have, or the jo- I'm sorry, you know, the jobs that you do? Okay, uh, 
the satisfaction of getting someone back to to their normal. I know. Once again, uh, I know this is a podcast about restoration. The 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 overtone basically was the pandemic, man. It just shook a lot of people up, and yeah. and and now we're we're in an area to where we're able to quote unquote get back to normal. Um, but then as I, what's that? You know, because you, you'll never get back to like the that new, normal. It's going to be a new normal. normal. Yeah, exactly. And so with this new normal, I thoroughly enjoy going to homes, re- customers, you know, uh, residents, you know, things to that extent. And having the ability to hands on work quickly you know, without anybody, you know, over your back, because that's a great thing. You know, imagine if I was I was boarding up and, and I was micromanaged from my boss behind me. I'm just like, oh, my God, you know, that's that freedom. That's what I love. And then, you know, you're talking to the homeowner. They're seeing your work. I was asked one time. Um, it was a big fire out in Westchester, kind of like when I first started. So probably about, uh, I think, July, something like that. Okay. Huge fire. And so this lady... She came downstairs. She was like, I'm sure that you really love putting that suit on this morning, you know, with that tone. Yeah. Because that's a lot of that tone because people think it's kind of we're a service. And then at the same time, a lot of people call these services and then because they, they know the work ethic. And that's the reason why we're on this podcast is because they know that there's a service out there. They know that the generation this is what they're expecting. So when she saw me, she was like, I'm pretty sure, you know, with that song, I said, actually, I loved it. I kind of ran to actually <laughs> find it. It's like my super suit, you know, <laughs> it's like, the, it's like the Incredibles. Every time I get a phone call, I'm like, Hey honey, where's my super suit? You know? <laughs> yeah. You have six kids. We're talking Incredibles. Yeah. You know, exactly. You know, so that, that's, that's my enjoyment. And, and, and then it takes the relief off of their faces to say, man, there are still people out here like that, you know, tying it in with, you know, getting younger people and trying to see who is who and what is what and that twinkle in their eye, you know, you just never lose hope. So there's, there's a younger, there's a 19 year old, there's, you know, there's a 21 year old um, that's responsible. And for his 21st birthday, just went and got, you know, whatever certificates as opposed to just going and drinking, you know, yeah. There's that person out there. We have to seek it, you know, and, and taking the traditional avenues to do it, as we all learn in life, is not going to work right now. So imagine this. If you're trying to find a good apartment, you're going to pay maybe like 800 to like 1200 for, what, a 400 square foot? What? What are you doing? But because it was packaged with, you know, apartment guide and things like that. You have to look, you know, so we're in a day and age to where it's like, hey, we might have to go back to like that knocking on the doors and going back to the old methods. And it's kind of like uh, getting that spark back, you know, in a relationship with with all industries, with a new generation, um, because there there are younger people out here like that, you know, yeah. they just haven't been reached. They, they don't feel that they have what it takes, like like me, myself. I'm just like, oh, this, this is too good to be true. Or they don't believe it it's too good to be true and the money's there too but once you do it you know the money's there 
you know, once you're out boarding up a house for like what ten hours and things like that, because it's just a big house. At that point, you don't care about money. You just was like, I, I really want to do this right the first time, so I don't have to do it again. Yeah. And then uh, go home and get some sleep, man. You know. Just <laughs> <laughs> sleep then, and wait for the next day. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, younger guys, job security. Man, I tell you what, so much job security because you know once you get this information and this knowledge, you become an asset to your company and asset to your community as well. So much so to where you might get asked to do like a little side job that you never know just to help someone out. And just that feeling right there, that's that's priceless, man. Dude, that is so that's so good to hear. I'm I'll tell you what, listening to you talk, I'm I'm happy for you man i'm stoked for you you got it one year at icon you sound like you're on a great path you're on a great road you. you're at a great emotional spot like you you are dude you're killing it i'm happy Thank for you, you. I, I try to kill it sometimes you know but uh it's just that it's just that it's once again it's that mental toughness you yeah. know um it's not it's not you know pre-covid anymore and it's re- really made make made or break you know make or break you um, made people broke people um, some in the good ways and the bad ways um, you just have to look at everything as a lesson and how do you take that lesson you know what I feel I feel like COVID I feel like COVID made you more of what you are or or showed more of what if you if you if you're strong and you're getting it you just got stronger. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And unfortunately, exactly. if you were weak, then you just got weaker. But it made you, it just, the pandemic just made you more of what you already are. It did. It really did. And a lot of people are just, like, like I said, it's perception. It's perception, man. And my famous line, and I love, I love my first employer. <laughs> I will always tell people, if COVID never happened, I would still be at La Rosa's. Yeah. And think about, and, and, and that's a, it's a scary thought to me. Shallow roses, but uh, because just just the complacency, you know, just we become so complacent sometimes we we don't know it, and uh, sure, yeah, and and, and it's, it's sometimes it's a lot of times it's unknowing, you know, and, and I hear a lot of people say I looked I look up, and you know I'm still here, you know, Icon just gave me a chance to like lift my head up and look forward and up because of the the freedom that they gave me and it's still giving me the, the trust in my uh, decision-making skills. Yeah. Um, and if they, and, and if it's a disagreement, it's still that trust, <laughs> you know, in a, in a decision-making skills, not micromanaging and, and uh, we're their eyes and ears out there in the streets, man. You know? So, I mean, if they're trusting us with that, this company has been around for forever. Uh, that's, that's, that's something right there. That says something right there because there's a lot of other restoration companies out there. They're they're big. Uh, here's another thing about Icon too. They they keep it small, so that's that's what creates that team. You know, it's like a hometown yeah. um, restoration company that people are like. Oh yeah, I heard of them, but I'm just like, that's cool. I really know you heard of them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so we, you know, we're trying to trying to get that out there. That just that exposure to say, hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. Hey, young generation, this is what we are. This is what we do. And just try us out and bring your buddies. And like I said, with uh, on the flip side of Icon, you have to just keep on hiring and keep on, you know, because like I said, 
our goal is to go ahead and this is how expansion works. You take and just train people up and then and then you're like a stronger team. Now, everyone is strong, you know, so if someone falls, you can lean on the next person. You know, you don't have just a bunch like a bunch of like like five people that just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Who can they lean on and who can you lean on when you're tired? You know, so they give a lot of they get a, they give a lot of teachable moments. That's just priceless, man. And uh, the type of person I am, I'm so eager to get those and just like, okay, so I'm going to teach this person. You know, I got you. And then we'll do it in a fun way, just like they they, they put things in a fun way. Yeah, that's, I, I love it. I love everything that you're saying. Icon is, honestly, Rocky and Icon is lucky to have you. Uh, you're a gem, sir. Good job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, hey, well, we are over 30 minutes. That's what I told you I'd keep you. Um, but I okay. do have one last question. Yes, sir. Where do you see yourself going from here? What's what's your I don't know one year five year goal? What what is something that you're going? I'm I'm on my way. Where are you going, bud? That's a good one. That's a good one. For twenty nine, that's a good one. Well, I'll say <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, I would say up, man. You no, know, all it is just you know working hard, staying humble, and uh, hopefully. I, you know, the, the way my life has been going, I really feel like I'm going to be some type of teacher, an educator, and yeah. a motivational speaker, you know? So if it's, if it's just staying with that and then just going doing just motivational speaking, period, of all of my life experience, I do see that. Um, I do see that really, really clear, you know, more so than anything. Yeah. I'm just, just riding this industry out because... I mean, the levels of now, you'll never stop learning in this industry. So, I, I, you know, that the reason why that was a hard one is because I'm not going to say, you know, this and then, you know, make my own company and blah, blah, this, that, and third. The type of person that I am, I'm I'm in a pool full of knowledge that I haven't even, I, just one year of eating. And there's so much more to eat, yeah. so much more to digest, just so I can regurgitate that knowledge to the younger generation. And then now, you know, you know, people like you being intrigued and, you know, calling me to see how we can reach the young people. Bam. I think that I would be that person to be that motivation speaker to get like a gang. Oh, you gotta be. That's what, that's what's going to happen, man. Well, I'm just even talking to you. I mean, these teenagers just like, just knock these doors down. Like what the heck did you just say, man? Why the, I have no room for interviews now. I want to fill that void. You know what I mean? Kind of like solve the problems that, that, that you know, and it's not problems. There's solutions masked as problems, you know? Um, and just as we take in and I take in, you know, fix a home or, you know, seeing the start in process, you know, of what my mitigation, you know, ends to where another part picks up. I'm going to double back real quick and then we'll, we'll get to that. That's another part, how we're a team. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're, we're throwing like side laterals, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm a water mitigator. Boom. I only run to like the 10 yard line. Here it goes. Rebuild past the ball. And yeah. they're moving down the line. And that's how I describe it to the homeowners. You know, when they're like, what's the process? I use that exact same analogy. Just think of it like that. And then now the rebuild team comes in and now we have that department, but we're all icon until we get to that touchdown. That man, the uh, leave on their face, just knowing the process described like that, because we can use big words and things like that. That's probably was in those 
you know, CDs and things from orientation. But, you know, if they get it like that, they can get it like that. And so, yeah, I'm thinking like about five years, you know, it could be sooner just to, to be that voice of what I was, what's available out there, and just a real big chant and cry for, hey, man, I got faith in y'all, young generation, because I was just like you all as well. Yeah. Times are different, times are hard, but look, I was from this to this. And I think that would be a lot for them to just see and grasp if they didn't have any hope, didn't know what they wanted to do, just walk around the backyard just swinging a hammer. Have you seen Hot Rod with Andy Samberg? Uh, I'm not for sure if you see. I have not. But, no, no, it's okay. a movie. It's a movie, yeah. yeah but he thought that he, basically, he thought his dad was evil can evil, and he never knew how to, you know, fix stuff. And so he just has a hammer, <laughs> just hitting an engine, just to look cool, just like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so he can impress this girl, and as soon as she like sees him, but she's always saw him. He's like, oh yeah, I'm just over here, just just hitting on this engine, you know. <laughs> You know, it's so it's for those kids who just take a swing around, you know, hammers and don't, but, you know, just to re- direct them, yeah. you know, and I, I do feel that in my soul, honestly, I, I'm getting a really strong urge to just get this information and going through the fire just so I can be there to say, you all can do it and I'm your cheerleader. I'm rooting you on. Well, I so say your mentor must have, I mean, he obviously had a very, very big impact on you because it's something that you want to now pass on. And, and I can tell you, you're really passionate about it, man. So many times just in this, I mean, this short 40 minutes I've talked to you, I mean, every, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you about being the new guy at Icon and you're already talking to me about, you're already helping everybody else. And I'm like, well, no, I want to talk about the help you got, but yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just in you. You're just, you're ready to go and, and share and reach a you know put a hand out and support somebody else man that's a exactly. and that's a great quality to have i mean you're exactly you're gonna be fulfilled thank yeah thank you thank you yeah icon took a chance on me you know i got that knowledge from my mentor and then i took that and then what icon really did for me man they really gave me a chance to man i've never seen the amount of money that i've been I'm making now honestly the paychecks yeah. they look like tax returns and things of that extent, <laughs> but it comes with that hard work. Yeah, that, that, that hard work, and and that's what they did. They gave me a chance, as opposed to saying you have no, none of this on your resume, man. Sorry, you know you're right. not qualified. They they said, cool. Can you drive? <laughs> I said, yes, I can. And uh, and uh, you know, and I'm here. They took a chance on me, man. I, I tell them that all the time. Thank you for taking a chance on me, and that's that's staying that's staying humble. Yeah, always, always. Well, Brandon, very very good to talk to you again. Thank you for your time today and chatting with us, man. And and uh, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you today for where you're Thanks. at, and I'm also excited for where I know you're going to go, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Gary. All right, bud. I'll talk to you again soon. You take care, man. You too, bud. Bye bye.